Welcome. Welcome to Sis Empowerment Podcast. I'm Raisa Darlene Nazaire, and I'm here with my co-host, Deborah Sky Samuels. Sky, how are you? I'm wonderful, Darlene. How are you? I'm excited. This month, we kick off a series on alternative income sources as we acknowledge the decline of many traditional jobs and investment strategies as income streams and discuss solutions. And a first and radical step in changing how we think and feel about money. So we're kicking off this series with Guap for Good, Economic Empowerment via the Cryptoverse. The adaption of crypto or digital currencies, which we still have to be smart about investing in, as we've seen with the manipulation of Bitcoin, for example, is one source alternative to a failing fiat dollar and banking system to address how we exchange currency for goods and services. Guapcoin, founded by today's guest, Tavana Evans, takes us one step further to support black and brown community wealth building using GWAP. Now, the Urban Dictionary defines GWAP as a considerable amount of money indicating a high degree of purchasing power for fast depreciating consumer items such as luxury cars and electronics. Now, transcending materialism, Tavana Evans has elevated that definition. GWAP is a valuable digital currency that fosters economic empowerment to allow a high degree of purchasing power for all products and services that appreciates personal wealth and currency circulation in the communities of those using the coin that leads to economic empowerment. Now visualize the energy of our currency seeping into our communities instead of leaking out of our community. And also, since this is Black History Month, we celebrate Guap founder Tavana Evans as the first Black female to initiate a cryptocurrency. While Tavana is the face, Guap's matron saint is Harriet Tubman because Guap is a decentralized instrument that leads to financial freedom as Harriet Tubman was an instrument that Source Energy, or the creator, used to lead the enslaved to physical freedom. Tavana, welcome to the show. Yes, Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your work is truly exceptional in that it stands on our little-known right to create money and our right to be empowered and basically our inherent right to create anything that we need. People just don't think about... Mm -hmm creating things that we need, including currency, in that way. So please, no. tell us about your background and what inspired you to enter the cryptoverse. Well, um, I've been in the tech field for over 20 years, um, various tech-related you know, skills, because I've kind of been on the startup trail for a very long time, and as a startup, we always have to know a little bit of everything. <laughs> so um, I'm an engineer, software engineer, you know, developer, marketer, designer, 
and uh, soon to be data scientist. Well, actually now data scientist, budding data scientist. Um, blockchain engineer. Um, and um, I just kind of had to um, had to do it all because, you know, as a black woman in America, if you're going to take on something that's big as the tech field, forget about money, but just technology in general, you better know how to do a lot <laughs> um, mm-hmm. because um, because you're not you're you're very very not likely to get funding to be able to get the support to do to bring these ideas that you have in your head to into fruition. So I've just been blessed to when I've had an idea to either be able to do it or be able to learn enough to get it to where I needed to get to be. And that's kind of where, you know, Guap came came in um, in terms of me being able to put that out there. Now, earlier in my life, um, in my more radical years, (laughs) my 20s, I had the – I definitely had the burning desire to create a a currency because I was like – you know, they have all of these alternative currencies out here, like, for instance, the Liberty Dollar and other alternative currencies that I saw. I was like, why don't we have our own? Why can't we have our own? And, um, of course, back then it wasn't as easy because you're not using digital resources. Now you're using real precious metals, et cetera. But when I found out about cryptocurrency, I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. Like, this is the answer. This is all we need to do this. We need to get on this right away. So was there a point when this vision that you had went from a pet project that you could see in your mind's eye to one that was more like divinely guided to be for the massive public good and and the good of the Mm -hmm. black and brown communities? Well, the the beautiful thing is that block the blockchain field goes so fast. And because it goes so fast, you really don't have time to have just like a little inkling. It went all the way to one hundred immediately. Um, it's it moves so fast and you have to move fast and keep up with it. Um, now I discovered the more divine nature of it as I got hard and deep into the work. Um, you know, in the beginning, when everybody's excited about crypto, everything is just a rush. But when all of that wore off, there was a lot of work for me to do and a lot of hours for me to spend just in the code, behind the numbers, planning, thinking, et cetera. And that's when it started becoming clear to me that, you know, this is a, a divine mission. Um, there's just so many synchronicities, so much things coming together. And ultimately I felt as if um, I didn't, at first it felt like it was my work, like the work, like the physical work that I was doing. But after a while when I realized that, you know, I could kind of pull my hands back and this was still moving on the way that it was supposed to move on, that's when I realized certain things about um, the spiritual aspect behind it because this thing kind of moves on its own. It's almost like, you know, things that are viral, viral and viruses, Mm -hmm. um, that's blockchain. Like it, it moves on its own. It grows on its own. And it's like, and that's the beautiful thing. It's like once you get it going, 
you can kind of let it go and let the community embrace it and grow it. Yeah, so there's still a lot of education that needs to get out there about what blockchain is and how people use the blockchain. blockchain. How are you addressing that? That's a feat. (laughs) That's definitely (laughs) a feat. (laughs) The education aspect of it, but this is the way that I approach it. Cryptocurrency is money. Guap is money. You know what I mean? There's not too much education, educating you have to do to get people to use money. They just use it. They just pick it up and start using it. You know what I mean? So I kind of attack things, the low-hanging fruit first. Let's get them using it. Let's get them getting their hands on it and recognizing that this is money. And when we do that, we'll be able to have the support we need to put into the education aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um Again, it's like what I was saying about cryptocurrency earlier is that this industry moves so fast. You could not possibly just put out a whole big education initiative and keep mm-hmm. up with um, the evolution of, of crypto and everything. You you couldn't keep up with it. So the the best thing is to get it out there in the hands of the people so that you have the support that you need to get this thing really solid and grounded and um, then, you know, a lot of other people are going to step in as well and start educating people because that's what they did with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. You have people now that have a vested interest in Bitcoin, so they step in and they educate people about Bitcoin and crypto and wallets. That's exactly what they'll be doing with Guapcoin. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, you know, when most people think of crypto, they think of Bitcoin, the grand day Daddy of crypto, my words. Mm-hmm. Um, I was quite different. Yep, Tavana, did you hear me? I yeah. was asking, mm-hmm. how is Guap different from Bitcoin? Guap is different from Bitcoin because, again, Bitcoin was number one was put out there and kind of just set out there to grow, with mm-hmm. no direct vested interest on, on in any particular community. And because of which, you know, no one has a vested interest in educating any particular community, you know, about it. Um, you know, people do, but not on a grand scale. There's not a focus on a grand scale focus on how are we going to integrate this mass adoption, how do we use this, you know, there's not a lot of marketing, all of those things. But when it comes to GWAP, because we see this as a specific um empowerment move for our community and we would have a vested interest in it being so, we are approaching it from a different angle. You know what I mean? So we're approaching it like this is our our baby. We have to grow it. We have to get it out there. We have to educate the people who are not being educated by other cryptos, you know. Um, We got to treat, this crypto treats us as a priority. And uh, and when I say us, I'm literally talking about the masses. It treats the masses as a priority, not just the top 1% that gets their hand on this crypto, but the masses. Right. So we're thinking about, we're approaching this thinking about everyone. 
how is this going to empower us all? How is this going to work and um, be a benefit to our businesses? How is this going to be a benefit to us as a community? We're thinking about a lot of social issues that, of course, these other cryptocurrencies are not thinking about, so we're very different um, in that regard. Now, ultimately, once when we permeate our own issues in our community, this is going to be a cryptocurrency that's going to touch everybody. But we're moving from the bottom up rather than the top down, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did ask the question about Bitcoin and the difference with Glop, uh, with a particular thought in mind. In that, a lot of people are very wary of Bitcoin and some of the currencies right. because they have yeah. been manipulated on the market. And right. so, you built something that will not have that degree of manipulation. It won't be those that percent. Again, there's still that percent in Bitcoin. Bitcoin that has a vested interest in controlling the fluctuation. In controlling it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. And we're we're kind of like an underground railroad kind of movement. So you know, we're hoping that by the time we get well settled in our community, we can combat any efforts to control us um, in that way. Yeah. And that all ties into some degree of decentralization and a decentralized exchange. And I don't think that most people really comprehend the importance of being decentralized and taking responsibility. Yeah, most people don't even know what that means. <laughs> Can you talk to that a little more? You know, you talk about decentralization. I like to, when I'm talking to us, add decentralization of power, you know, add those words on the Mm. end because it gives it a little bit more definition, you know what I mean? So power, the power structures that we face right now are very centralized and very controlled. And um, it's so much so that it pretty much bars us from our independence, our financial independence, you know, our, you know, any enterprise independence, it bars us from a lot of stuff. I actually dealt with that today. You know, I dealt with, um, a, you know, thinking about how, you know, it, what if an, uh, us as a black business, we come out with a business and we just want investors. And we have to go through so many channels to even be able to get investors to get money. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. what if we can't, we're coming out with the business and we can't afford to get an attorney or a, a startup attorney or uh, for these things that um, will set up the structure that deals with the structure. You know what I mean? So there's so many barriers to us, to our success out there, you know. So it, it's, you know, talking about that. So decentralization breaks the barriers that prevent us from growing financially, you know what I mean, and helps us to be able to operate more autonomously, meaning that we can now operate in our own best interests, you know, without anybody controlling our interests. Um, so, you know, decentralization is like, um, you know, basically, well, centralization is, again, the 1% controlling the 99%. That's centralization. And decentralization is an effort to give more power to um, the whole 
you know, rather than those small, you know, groups of people or or groups of or organizations, et cetera, like the Federal Reserve, like, you know, government. These are all things that shouldn't be so tightly intertwined to come with commerce. You know, years ago, decades and decades and decades ago, we had open free trade in markets. You know, we would just go to markets and we would trade. And, you know, that wouldn't have that would have very little to do with the government and government control. Because when the governments fall apart and the and the markets are tied in and the markets fall apart, then people go hungry. You right. know what I mean? And right. and people right. countries Yeah. Mhm. Oh, disagreeing. Yeah, so, so this person is an yeah. example. Yeah, yeah. So people go hungry, and it shouldn't have to be that way. You know, that should be separated. That should be separate. You know, you, you buying food for your family, et cetera, that should be separate. So, you know, decentralization definitely puts us on the right path in terms of, of commerce and, and business and trade and, and will help give everybody – even the quote unquote little guy a leg up when it comes to those things. Yes, and and also Guap is designed to be a tool that is a voice for the global African diaspora. And right, the right, way right. that we all across the globe can unite and spend money together. And I saw maybe it was on your site a point uh about spending black versus buying black. Exactly, exactly. I, I mention that all, a lot. Um, the Buy Black movement has been a movement that has, you know, we've been having for a very long time. But I think it's ineffective if you operate in a world where you don't just buy black. You can't just buy black. You're buying goods from other people. You know what I mean? Um, and our problem as um our problem is we buy lots of goods from other people, but it goes largely unrecognized and it goes largely it's it's unbalanced, you know. So we're sending a lot of money out and we're not getting um, a lot of that in return only because we kind of meld into the financial community. You know, we meld into the dollar. Even though we're the driving force, we're likely the driving force behind a lot of different industries. We can't prove that. We don't have the data behind it to support it. So people can continue to treat us as marginalized people because we're, you know, basically riding the back of a, a currency that doesn't support us, that does not speak for us. You know, it speaks for others. So having our own currency gives us a voice, gives us, um, makes us a stakeholder. You know what I mean? Because this is the thing in business, they're going to accept anything of value. You know, money doesn't have any, they say money ain't have no color, and that's true. If you, if we're using a particular cryptocurrency, they're going to accept that particular cryptocurrency because it's going to be money to them. And once they do that, we now have the data, we have access to the data, we have access to the numbers, they have access to the numbers, and they have to recognize basically who is feeding them. You know what I mean? They have yes, to that's acknowledge true power. That. Yeah, that's power. Yeah, power mm-hmm. is you. You're, you're powerless when you're you're absorbed into a system that does not represent you. You're just 
you know, you're just a consumer. You're just another one of those numbers. And when it comes to data, um, most people who are involved in big data, they'll be the first to tell you the biggest missing data in the world is that of people of color, you know. So, um, and we're just like a literally, figuratively about a black hole. You know what I mean? So we're yeah. spending and um, we're just spending, spending, spending uselessly, uselessly, and those numbers are being absorbed into the profits of companies and into other other groups of people. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let, let, let's use the example of someone, you know, they've been talking about the census lately. You know, and the census is like if you we don't count if certain communities are not counted in the census, they don't get any money. But this is the same in capitalism. If certain uh, populations aren't counted, they're not getting any kickback from that company either. Hmm. You know what I mean? So that company has no allegiance. That company has no no drive, no motivation to, to do anything for this population because those numbers are absorbed in just the whole. You know what I mean? So what it becomes is the trickle down. You know, we get the crumbs of what everybody else is getting, you know, and we can change that because we can show them money is power. We can show them our power by the numbers and by using Guapo. Okay. I think that's a really good lead into the question of how do, how does one get Guap, how do they store Guap, and how do you purchase it on the exchange? I, I I always tell people the first thing that you want to do is get a wallet. It's free. It's easy. And the wallets even help us build our numbers, help us build our cause. You know what I mean? So the first thing you're going to want to do is get a wallet. We have a number of ways of getting wallets. You can get our Android wallet in Google Play Store. Um, our iOS wallet is coming out in a couple of days, hopefully by Monday. Uh, you can get a paper wallet. We have a link on guapcoin.org. That's, uh, I think the link is wallet. Um, if you go on that link, it has all the various different wallets that we have out there and the ones, you know, any ones that will be coming. So you want to get a wallet. Then the next thing you want to do, of course, is you want to get guap. And we are located on some decentralized exchanges, but we are launching our own decentralized exchange next week. And it's called Cowrie. And we're really going to push the majority of people to go there because not only are we functioning as a decentralized exchange, but we're also going to be educating people on how to use an exchange because that's really, really important. The average person is not going to know the process of using an exchange and exchanging currencies. So that's the education aspect that we're going to take on. Um, And, you know, word of mouth. (laughs) We have master nodes, we have governors, we have people now that are um, are staking guap, you know, minting guap coins. So I think that although people are going to be using the exchanges, you know how we are. I think word of mouth is going to be a big way, um, a big method of getting guap coins. Yeah, so you want to get a wallet. Mm-hmm. I was just agreeing. <laughs> word of mouth mm-hmm. It's the way word of, of word of, <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the way that's the way we roll. 
And I, I was talking to somebody yeah. about it today. I said, man, I said, I don't care how many exchanges we're in. Word of mouth is going to be a big, you know, boom for how we get guac coins out in our community. And another powerful way is for merchants to um, use a payment, a form of payment, exactly. so that you can incorporate using cryptocurrency. Exactly, exactly. Now, that's one aspect that we'll, we'll also be launching is GuatPay. And GuatPay, um, we have point-of-sale devices, we have debit cards, but these point-of-sale devices are not only going to be ways where people can actually make purchases, but they are going to be point-of-sale. They are going to be basically places where people will be able to also get currencies in stores. So they'll be able to get Guap coins at certain merchants that we have. So let's talk a little bit more about GuatPay. My understanding is that it does replace other cards, also like um, MasterCard's uh, pay card, or could it even replace something like a cash app? Ultimately, the whole system would replace something like a cash app. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately. yes. Ultimately, yes. it will, because, you know, cash is, you know, that that ultimately we'll see people using WAP the way they use Cash App. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, that's going to be the beautiful thing. And I think that that in and of itself is going to give us a lot of value back in our community. We're going to feel valuable. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we got our own money and we're sending it back and forth and we're spending it. I mean, that is a huge feat for, for <laughs> us. And yes, this, you know, that's a major milestone. <laughs> because I, I we really, don't have the mindset, many of us yeah. don't have the mindset to think that far. And now that it's been yeah. introduced, it just opens up the doors and gets the wheels spinning so that people become more and more creative. And it just adds on and adds on and builds, just as you said, blockchain yeah. automatically does. It's just ever Yeah, I mean, it, it, it will. It will move from being a financial movement to a political movement very fast and a social mm-hmm. movement, political and social, yeah. very fast. And I, I, every time I think, when I bring myself out of my body to think into the future, I get chills. <laughs> I do, <laughs> literally. Like, I bring myself to two years from now, three years from now, I get these huge chills, like, wow. You know what I mean? Just it would just be incredible. Yeah, and because it also um, can become global in the sense of being international, so that other countries yeah. are and on too. the continent. Yes, mm-hmm. in Africa, in South America, the Caribbean, etc. Yes. Yeah. I can feel the vision. Even more than I can see it, I can feel it. Mm-hmm. And it provides mm-hmm. specific banking-type services to people who don't even have bank accounts. And there's a huge mm-hmm. population on the planet that don't have bank accounts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hi, Tavania. Thank yep. you again for being with us today. I'm really excited, you know, that you're here to talk to us about um, – cryptocurrency. And I had a question for those um, 
of us and those people who who may not be uh, familiar with it, um, can you mm-hmm. explain a little bit more about how it is used and the value that it would have to, a, say, a novice, someone that's just getting into cryptocurrency and they want to purchase the Guap coin? Is it something that you hold on to? Is it something that's readily spendable? Well, How does that work? Well, first of all, you don't want to really use the word purchase. What you're doing is you're trading in whatever current currency you have for another currency. Okay. So that so it's the idea of trading. So like okay. for instance, if you go to the Caribbean, you know, and you go or you go to Mexico and you mm-hmm. trade in your dollars for pesos, you know what I mean? Right. That's what you're doing. Okay. So that's that part. So you have to kind of start looking at it as a full-fledged currency. This is a currency, you know. Mm-hmm. So now how does it build value? Value is based off demand and scarcity. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll use Bitcoin for an example. Um, Bitcoin, the the total amount of circulating Bitcoins would be $21 million ultimately. $21 million, I'm sorry, I had to mute and cut somebody away. <laughs> $21 million is ultimately. Um, so they can't, once 21 million Bitcoins are mined, they can't make any more. They can't create any more Bitcoins. So that's ultimately going to affect it, make it more scarce and what make it more valuable because people are going to still be trying to get their hands on it. So the idea of having a, a currency that has a max value, which Guap does as well, Guap has a max value, um, totally reduces the possibility of inflation. You know, all of these types of things that we deal with with our currency. Because with our current paper fiat currency, how we deal with issues is we print more money. Mm-hmm. And when we print, And when we print more money, we devalue that money. You know what I mean? And we have no control over that. Um, so the beautiful thing about cryptocurrency is there's limits to that and there's limits to how much is going to be available. Um, so once we have what's out there and circulating, we, we, of course, use what's circulating, but um, we're able to, to better maintain the value of the currency and not have the currency affected by world events and political events, et cetera. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that. When I teach value of cryptocurrency and guap coin, so like even I say STEM students and stuff, I like to use the example of Cardi coin. <laughs> so Cardi B has a concert and she decides that she's only going to accept Cardi coin to go to her concert. She's immediately created something of value that's what attached to her social value. So it is my belief that people of color have a tremendous social value. So all we're doing is monetizing our own social value. So we're taking back the social value that's, that's um, how do you say, that's um, the word. I was just using this word um, the other day, exploited. So mm-hmm. we're taking back our social value that's exploited, and we're monetizing our own so- social value and distributing it and trading, et cetera, and creating a whole sub-economy. So, you know, so if you can kind of visualize it like that, 
That's 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 just it. But the main thing that we want people to know that this is money. It is money. You can use cryptocurrency. Just like you can spend pretty much buy anything with Bitcoin today. And Bitcoin is like the piggyback for other coins because it was the first coin. So what Bitcoin tends to do is just opens up the door, the doorway mm-hmm. for everything else to come through. So once you have a company or a business that starts accepting Bitcoin as a payment, they now are capable of accepting any cryptocurrency as a payment. What is going to determine what cryptocurrencies they accept, of course, is going to be popularity. You know what I mean? So who has a bigger popularity boost than we do? (laughs) If you don't believe me, ask Popeye. You know, so we we will be able to take our social value and our social popularity and actually monetize it and put it with money. That's what this is about. Mhm. Right. I understand that. So at this point in time, are there peop- vendors or um, how is the currency being ex- not exchanged but used? Are we able to purchase well, something? We're, well, we're very early. Right, that's what I'm where we are in the process. Yeah, in the scheme of cryptocurrencies, we're super early. Bitcoin has been around for almost 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, But but I would add that Swap is super early, yet it is establishing a very strong foundation to build on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've done a lot. In the past, with Guap, we've done more than a lot of other blockchains have done already mm-hmm. um, in in terms of. And then our next concern is, is building this ecosystem, building the merchants, building and, and empowering the merchants with the ability, the ability to be able to accept Guap. So that's right. where we are right now. Okay. Um, so we're we're probably anywhere between three to six months away from merchants accepting guap on a daily basis. Mhm. Oh, awesome. Um, you, I know I've been following you, and I know that you have you just talked about the wallet. Now, when mm-hmm. when you first introduced guap, I bought into at that time, and I had to get another wallet. So, do, can you transfer? those from from one wallet to the other or how does that work so what we tend to do is and we're able to do this because again we're pretty early in it we'll do um we've already put out a swap so i don't know if you caught with that but if you haven't caught that that's fine we can still help you um so what we did when we came out with our own wallets is we did a swap and um Basically, we contacted, we sent out messages, and people contacted us, and they're like, hey, I bought X amount of mm-hmm. this, and we swap it for the guap they would have now in the new wallets. Um, it's pretty very – we've allocated a certain amount of resources on the new blockchain to cover all of the other people who've already gotten guap coins. Okay. So that's what you do. When you build your own blockchain, you make sure that you pre-mine enough that it's going to cover the people from the prior chain that are supposed to have guap coins. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. Okay. So what you would, what those people would do is they would either send us a screenshot of their wallet or email communications, et cetera, and we would make sure they get their guap coins. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, what you're saying definitely is right about um, our um, – our 
money and propensity to purchase and spending power not being uh, acknowledged and not being of use to our communities. You know, mm-hmm. you see the value in it. Uh, we, we're pretty much emotional consumers, so if something mm-hmm. bothers us as a, as a group, um, then we'll make decisions or buying and spending purchase um, decisions based on emotions, and we don't have a strategic way mm-hmm. or strategic plan for spending our dollars. So if, mm-hmm. if we're able to, you know, come together and to utilize Guap as our, you know, as our currency, uh, cryptocurrency, that will be a very powerful thing. And um, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, seeing it develop and, and getting to that point, you know, because um, no one is accountable to us. I mean, some, some, you know, in terms of spending data, they have that, and they know, you know, where black dollars go, but mm-hmm. they don't address it and they don't, like you said, cater to us or address us um, based on the spending power and the purchasing power that we have. So mm-hmm. we need to, as a group, be more strategic about what we do. And uh, mm-hmm. this could be a very um, a useful tool for us to do that, you know, mm-hmm. and to have our own company. Mm-hmm. How powerful is that? You know, so mm-hmm. I'm excited mm-hmm. about it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm super excited. Like I, I when I think about it I get really excited. When I get an opportunity to think about it, I spend a lot of time working on various aspects of this, but you know, every so often you stop and you think and you're like, Wow, this is major, major. it is major and you know, kudos to you for coming up with this, you know, um and at the beginning of the show you explained, you know, how years ago and as a younger person you was like, Well, why is it that we don't have our own money? you know, so that's that's mm-hmm. very powerful and very powerful mm-hmm. for you to take that step. So, um, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just really excited about um the growth potential. Yes. And and for the listeners, it's to your benefit to buy the guap coin now because as the demand increases, the cost of the guap or the exchange rate of guap will also increase. And also by holding guap and demanding that retailers or online merchants take it in their shopping cart, then that will push the movement for guap to be adopted. So it's, yeah, it's really absolutely. all in our hands. I mean, we have so much power. We just need to use it. Absolutely. The beautiful thing about crypto is that crypto kind of speaks for itself. If, you know, we get the numbers behind that we have and the value that we have, we won't have to convince anybody to accept one. Those numbers speak for themselves, you know what I mean? They're, you'll be turning on the TV and people will be talking about Guapcoin. So what are merchants going to be doing? They're going to start accepting Guapcoin, you know, just like merchants start accepting Apple Pay and Android Pay and everything mm-hmm. else, they're going they're going to accept Guapcoin. Yes. So we talked about opportunities for the community to get on board and getting those shopping carts on for merchants on their sites is one. You talked about purchasing master nodes and 
having the incentive to hold on to guap and earning more guap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about what the community can do to get this rolling. Well, definitely word of mouth. Demand that, you know, your media, that black media, that they start having these conversations and that they get the right people talking about this and that they get us to talk about it. Because the biggest issue that I've had is I definitely had a lot of open doors and um, open arms in other communities and internationally. You know, I speak almost every other week somewhere in another part of the world, you know. Um, But here is where it's most critical. And here is where we have the ability to take this thing viral. You know what I mean? Especially now that we're in the middle of elections and everything else, it's like people are really, really catering to certain messages and they want to, they are highlight messages of the community. And this is one message that can be highlighted, you know? So if you have, you know, connections or you know people in media or you just know other people with an audience, you need to have this conversation. Have you heard about Guapcoin? You know, this is a simple question. Have you heard about Guapcoin? Mm-hmm. You know, and that starts a, a hailstorm of activity because if you Google Guapcoin, you're going to find a lot of media articles on it. And but I did that we, before the show. Mm-hmm. So there are mm-hmm. articles, there are videos, <laughs> there is a slew of information out there about yeah, Guapcoin. Yes, there is, there is. So our thing now is we have to reach the streets. We have to reach the people on the ground. You know what I mean? So that is our 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 next obstacle, our next hurdle. And that comes by this whole word-of-mouth network we have, like we were just talking about a little while ago. It just starts with that question. Have you have you heard about what? I go I go certain places and sometimes I meet people and they're like, yeah, I was talking to somebody and they heard about what? You know? So it's like, okay, I know yeah. it's going to be, it gets out there a little bit, but we need to have further conversations and further examinations because I don't think people quite understand what's going on with cryptocurrency and what's going on with money right now. You know, they don't, they don't, you know, we don't need, we have an opportunity to have a leg up and to be um, in the forefront and to be ahead right now. You know what I mean? Not to get caught out there and become a consumer again to other virtual currencies that they're planning on releasing on us. Exactly. So, Tavana, would you please give us your contact information again and tell us about any upcoming events that you have? Absolutely. Um, You can reach me on all social media at CryptoDiva, C-R-Y-P-T, you know what, (laughs) P-T-O-D-E-V-A. Um, you can reach me as CryptoDB. You can reach us as Guapcoin. We're Guapcoin everywhere. We're Guapcoin on Instagram. We're Guapcoin on Twitter. Guapcoin on Facebook. If you just throw Guapcoin out there, you're going to find something Guapcoin. And Telegram, Guapcoin, we're everywhere. So you can reach mm-hmm. us there, and you can definitely reach me through there as well. Now, the next thing I have coming up, I think, is at the first week of March. I'm actually... Um, speaking at Harvard University um, at their their We Code, which is Women in Engineering Coding Conference. Um, I am one of the speakers 
there. So I'll be at Harvard University. I believe it's March 7th. Um, but if you follow me, I always post up where, where I'm going to be. I'm also going to be in the Maryland, D.C. area in May, um, and that's with Women in Crypto, um, and they're doing a crypto event. They're doing an event there I'll be speaking at. So there's a lot of things coming up. Uh, potentially have a very big event in June. I've been asked to speak in Spain. So I'll be speaking in Spain in June at a big um, tech conference in um, Spain. So, you know, I make my rounds. <laughs> in terms of speaking in the, speaking of the community, we love to speak in the community. So if anybody contacts me, if you follow me, if you have an event or um, you want to get some people together and talk about Blockcoin, contact me. You know, um, we have a foundation, and we have some wonderful people in our foundation because, again, this is a decentralized currency. This belongs to all of us, and we have a foundation that helps keep um, Guap adhering to our principles and our, our mission. And these are great people who um, we'll be able to have out there speaking as well. So, you know, we're looking to be at colleges all over the place, you know, educating on cryptocurrency, but educating on Guapcoin as well, educating on, on the future of money, which is now. So, mm-hmm. you know, contact. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, colleges so- and universities is a good place to, um, you know, to, to focus on because young people are more so geared towards technology. I think another um, audience, um, huge audience, it's would be church. church. Yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. I just, spoke at SUNY, I just spoke at SUNY Fredonia this weekend, and um, I met a gentleman there who's connected to a very large church um, congregation as well, actually down here. So um, he mentioned that, and I was like, definitely, we got to hit the churches. I'm ready, you know. <laughs> so, you know, there and more schools, more colleges, um, yeah, they, we got to, I think that the segue is going to be the wallet, you know, because mm-hmm. the majority of college kids are on iOS. Um, once we put that out there and they get them hands, their hands on those iOS wallets, it's definitely going to spark. Uh, uh, a mini movement within Guapcoin. Mm-hmm. And then, Kamana, you also spoke or met with the Black Caucus. They're a powerful yeah. group as well to yeah. initiate change. Yeah, we went, yeah. yeah I, was, I was in Congress uh, last, year, last year, the last quarter of the year. I'm one of the Georgia delegates for Black Women in, in Blockchain. So um, definitely in the political center. The political field, the political area tends to be a little bit um, much for me, (laughs) meaning that it takes a lot of time and effort, and I think that eventually I'll be able to spend more time in that area. But right now, while I'm I'm orchestrating a lot of the technology stuff for Guacoin, it's real difficult. Um, yeah. to to spend that much time in D.C. Because literally they've been asking me to be down in D.C. since last year and to, like, be there, be there. And, um, again, I, I, I 
I have to use my technical expertise for the technology portion of Wildpoint. So that's mm-hmm. that's what I've spent. But and I've had and I've been in the Caribbean. I'm also in the Caribbean. Um, I'm in the Caribbean like at least once a month um, because they're very eager um, to you know incorporate uh, Wildpoint. And um, I'm looking at working with different governments out there to make that happen. So that's another aspect of it. Um, but, um, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's a lot of positive movement going on. On the outside, it may seem a little bit slow, but on the inside, there's a lot going on with Guapoin. Um, so we've seen the progress as we've had you on the show about two years ago when you first mm-hmm. started Guapoin movement. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. been growing by leaps and bounds. So we went from a coin mm-hmm. on a, a centralized exchange to a decentralized exchange to um, mm-hmm. blockchain our own exchange mm-hmm. being built. And um, this is pretty rapid speed. <laughs> so please don't little yeah. your efforts at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. This industry moves super fast. Like people, the people don't know it. It moves fast, but I, I, I'm like, you know, we, we, our freckles are real close, so we have to move faster. You know what I mean? So <laughs> we have to move even faster. So you know, yeah, I, we have to do incredible things to even make, and you know, a dent. You know, and I'm not like we're not making a dent, but you know, we're very marginalized all the way around. You know, and I'm a double marginalized community. I'm a I'm a woman and I'm a mm-hmm. black woman. So. Right. Mhm. Mhm. And then wherever there's the opportunity in schools to get black women or minorities into STEM, and I'm not just talking about the type of STEM programs that are out there now, where they're it's more like a, a feeder to corporations. So you yeah. want to educate. I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I actually want to start a data camp this summer. Um, I was talking with a few people about that yesterday. Um, so I'm looking into doing a data camp. Originally, I wanted to do a data camp for girls, and I was like, well, I'm going to leave little black boys out, too. So I want to do a data camp for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's another project that I want to do. And um, they, I want to do data. Blockchain is okay, but I think our kids really need to get into data and um, get into um, data manipulation and, and, and because that's the foundation for AI and that's where we're, we're moving as a world, you know. Yeah, that's what so, I was going to say. That's the direction that we're headed in, and that's a mm-hmm. very lucrative area and mm-hmm. one that we tend to struggle with. Um, yeah. I know. And, and the, we, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we tend to struggle with that, and so uh, the younger we can get them acclimated to that, the better. So that's that's awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the key is getting them involved in it at a young age, like mm-hmm. at a young, getting them into the basics, and mm-hmm. um, they can kind of grow from there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So if there is an initiative that we as Sisters in Spirit can support you with building, um, let's definitely discuss more and, you know, see how we can work Uh together to 
make uh-huh. one or more of the things that we've been discussing happen and and totally uh-huh. to work on making guaps go uh-huh. viral. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so you can contact Ivana at Crypto Diva, and as she said, anywhere on Guap Coin. At, I believe on Facebook it's Dollar Sign Guap Coin. It's one of the Facebook sites. It's Tavana Evans. You can look up mm-hmm. her name, Google her name, and as uh-huh. she said, Google Guap. You'll very easily be able to get in contact with her. If any one of our listeners knows someone either in finance or in government, international government, who would be a good contact for Tavana and team, the Guap Foundation, to have a discussion about Guap and using it, um, please also let us know that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. we make it go viral. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm very available, as most people know. Like I'm very available, so um, that's just I feel like that's super important when it comes to us is to be available, you know. And um, if I can do it up until as long as I can do it, I'm there. So if you contact, if you go through Block, even if you hit the contact form on one of the websites that are Block. If you hit the form, eventually you'll get to me directly if you need to talk to me. Okay, people, get that guap now. <laughs> and what's the web the web URL, the web address? The website is guapcoin.org. Okay. That That is the main website. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, again, Tavana, we thank you for joining and taking the time out of your very busy schedule to share this information with us and empower our audience, and hopefully that will spread on. The key word here Mm -hmm. is viral. And we hope that the listeners will join us next week as we continue with our series on alternative wealth building and discuss insurance for living wealth. And then on March 11th, we're going to talk about upping your marketing game because that's another area where we're not doing as much as we could be doing with um, the limited dollars dollars that we do have. So if you Mm -hmm. like what you hear, follow us or like Sisters in Spirit on social media. We're on IG as Sisters in Spirit, Inc. On Facebook as Sisters in Spirit and Twitter as Sisters in Spirit. You can also check out our monthly magazine called Fluid Magazine, where we talk all things spirituality. Any closing remarks, Sky? No, just that I'm very excited, and I look forward to hearing about um, the additional information about GWAP and about the uh, data camp. I think that's an awesome um, uh, value for uh, for our community and for young people. So please keep us abreast of that as well. And mm-hmm. um, right. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Thanks, definitely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Tavana, any closing? Um, I, I I wanted to say when we first got on, your explanation of of Guap was stellar. 
The first words you said, I wish I could have written them down because I was like, oh, my God, I have to write that down because we have to put that somewhere. But um, so I'm really, really grateful. Thank you. Um, you you got it. <laughs> you definitely well, have what we have have it and what we're trying to do. Um, but um, you know, thank you, thank you very much for giving you know giving us a platform to be able to do it. That's all I you know. I'm I'm very grateful for this. Um, this is always. Necessary. That's why we have. When you Google Guapoin, you see so much out there because we we're not turning down no opportunity to spread the word about Guapoin. So thank you, thank you. This is this is awesome. Um, um, I think that uh, being able to get it out clearly um, that really depends on people who kind of know how to pull that out of you. And I think you pulled out our mission pretty clearly. So again, thank you. Thank you for being the innovator that you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, show is recorded, you. so you can't go back and get those words, Tavonia. <laughs> yes, yes, I am I'm definitely because I was like, ooh, wow, we got to write that down because I need to put that on the website. <laughs> so, like, you know, I'm good know, with words. Like, yes, you are. I was like, that is awesome. Like, we need that. That's what we need people to know. You know, sometimes it's 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 so much, but to to figure out the best way to you know to lay it all out and and get people to get it, yeah, that could be a little bit difficult sometimes. But yeah. um, but yeah, but thank you. Just continue to spread the word, um, you know, to the listeners, and and um, we'll see where we're gonna be. Um, yeah, pretty soon. All the way up. Looking forward to yep. it. Get swapped. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Good night.